0: heard on high, sweetly singing o'er the plains, and the mountains in reply, echoing their joyous range.
1: everyone, and welcome to the Sweetest Things Christmas Edition. I'm so excited to be with you again for another season of Sweet Treats. And boy, is this season going to be the best. It's Christmas, after all, and over the next four episodes, we're going to be baking Christmas cookies. But this wouldn't be the Sweetest Things Christmas Edition without a special guest star. He's a star of that holiday classic, The one about a green guy who stole a certain holiday. You know him, you love him. What? Well, why not? Oh, okay. Change in the program, kids. We won't be joined by that green and fuzzy holiday icon. Instead, we'll be joined by another animated hero. He's the boy with the dog, the boy with the saddest Christmas tree ever. The boy with the round head, whose friend with the blanket teaches him the real meaning of Christmas. What? Seriously? You couldn't have told me this when you told me about... Oh, okay. Well, who do we have? No way. You're kidding, right? For real? Um, kids, I'm sorry about this, but we won't be eating Christmas cookies with the boy with the dog. Instead, we'll be eating cookies with a successful entrepreneur and businessman from Victorian England. Please welcome Mr. Ebenezer Scrooge. Welcome to the show, Scrooge. That's Mr. Scrooge to you, Becky. Mr. Scrooge, we're so happy you could join us.
2: I'm not, but my agent says it will be good for public image, so here I
3: am. Kitty. Ebenezer Scrooge is the special guest for the baking show. Scrooge,
4: aw uh, man, I thought we were going to get
3: to see the cookies. Green- I sure hope he doesn't ruin the cookies. He hates Christmas so much. Yeah, I
4: bet he gets a legump coal every year for Christmas.
1: Mr. Scrooge, do you like Christmas cookies? Bah humbug. I thought so. Christmas cookies,
2: another pitful excuse not to break bread for the poor.
1: This is going to be a long season.
2: But since I'm being paid here to act jolly, by all means let's make some cookies. Mr Scrooge, do you know the secret in making the perfect Christmas cookies? Keep the urchins out of the kitchen so they don't eat them all? No. I find that a good can is useful for chasing up whippersnappers. You need
1: all the right ingredients. Ingredients like what? Well, a simple sugar cookie uses flour, eggs, vanilla, baking soda, baking powder, and sugar. Sugar? Did you say sugar? I did say sugar. Well, I don't think I had
2: any food that included sugar since the old days when I went to parties at Fezziwig's place. That's so sad. It is. Mr. Scrooge, sugar is what makes the cookie sweet. I see. So if we leave out the sugar, the poor little
1: urchins won't eat them all. But you can't make Christmas cookies without sugar. That's like having Christmas without all the characters of the nativity. Nativity? Is that a delectable treat Fezziwig's daughter used to make out of egg whites? You're thinking of divinity. I'm talking about nativity. The true meaning of Christmas. You know, Mary and Joseph, the angel, the shepherd who came in from the fields? They came in from the fields and left the sheep alone? They should all be fired! They came in from the fields because the angel invited them to see the most important ingredient of all, the baby Jesus, you know, the Son of God. Well, I don't think I heard about him since the old days when Fezziwig used to read from the Gospel of Luke. You can't make Christmas cookies without sugar any more than you can have Christmas without Jesus. He's the whole reason the Christmas season is so sweet. Oh, he? you make this Jesus sound
2: like he invented her. Well, actually, he kind of did.
1: What? I mean, he is the creator of all good things. Seriously? Well, folks, we have all the right ingredients for a great cookie and an interesting season. Join us next time when we take these ingredients one step closer in making the perfect Christmas cookies.
5: Making your own Christmas cookies is a fun way to bring the family together this season. All you need is flour, eggs, butter, baking soda, baking powder, vanilla extract, and of course sugar to make a sweet treat. The recipe for a sweet Christmas is simple too. In fact, you can find all the ingredients in Luke chapter 2. There's Mary and Joseph who are called to be earthly parents to God's son. There's shepherds with the sheep and the angel who announced the birth to them. Most important of all, there's a baby lying in a manger who came to make life sweeter for all of us. Of all the sweet things we enjoy at Christmas, nothing is sweeter than knowing Jesus came to save us from sin. As we enjoy our sweet treats this season, may each one remind us of the sweet baby in the manger.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Sweetest Things Christmas Edition. I'm your host, Becky, and with me, once again, for no good reason, is Mr. Ebenezer Scrooge.
2: I beg to differ with you, young lady. There's an excellent reason I'm here.
1: Really? You hate Christmas. You hate everything about the holiday. You humbug everything. Give me one good reason we have you here and not Buddy the Elf.
2: Because unlike Buddy the Elf, I'm in public domain.
1: Bah humbug.
2: See, you can say that you're one of the copyright attorneys won't get upset. Let's just keep making
1: these cookies, okay, pal?
2: That's mister Polly, you becky.
1: I'll stick with mister Scrooge, if that's all right.
2: Whatever you like, let's just make the cookies.
1: mister Scrooge, we have a batch of cookie dough ready to form. Do you mind
2: rolling it out for me? Roll it down the hall. That's not sanitary. No,
1: roll it flat with a rolling pin. Sounds like work for a commoner. Remember, your agent did say it'd be good for your public image. Bah, humbug.
3: Check it out, kitty. Scrooge is actually making the cookies.
4: He does it full me. He's so Christmas hater.
3: I don't know. I mean, Jesus did come to save everyone from sin.
4: But not Scrooge, right?
3: I
1: don't know. Jesus didn't say everybody but Scrooge.
4: But do you really think any ca- anything can change Ebenezer Scrooge?
1: Thank you. As soon as you get it nice and flat, we'll start forming cookies with these cookie cutters. What sort of cookie cutters? Holiday cookie cutters, of course. Of a bell, a snowman, and a Christmas tree.
2: We're going to make cookies shaped like those corny things? Of course we
1: will. You don't think round's good enough? Round is perfectly fine, Mr. Scrooge, but these cookie cutters were bring our holiday into focus. Kind of like how the wise men did when they visited the baby Jesus. The wise guys? The wise men. They were scholars who saw a bright star in the sky and followed it to visit the baby Jesus. They couldn't be that wise.
2: If they were, they wouldn't want to see a baby. All they do is eat, cry, and mess their diapers.
1: I already told you. Jesus was no ordinary baby. He was God's son. That's why they brought him gifts.
2: What sort of gifts? Passes, baby clothes, a bumbo seat? No, no, no. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. They took those gifts to a baby? Yes! Those aren't gifts for a baby. Those are gifts for a king. Aha. Uh-huh. Now you see our story is taking shape. I see some so-called wise men to see them gifts to a baby, a baby who has already been visited by shepherds because an angel told them, say, this baby must have been someone special. That's what I've been trying to tell you. But I hope they gave a gifts to his parents and not directly to him. Gold coins could choke a kid.
1: I'm really starting to see why the three ghosts came to visit you. Ghosts? I don't believe in them. I have a feeling you will. And I have a feeling you'll figure out why Jesus makes Christmas so sweet soon enough. My God admit, I'm curious to know more. Well folks, we have all the, well folks, our Christmas story is starting to take shape and so is our Christmas cookies. Join us next time when we really turn up the heat.
5: Do we need cookie cutters to make our Christmas cookies? Do they make the cookies taste any sweeter? No. Not at all. Once they hit our tongues, they all taste the same. Let's be honest, cookies that look like snowmen, snowflakes, Christmas trees, and gingerbread men make the holiday sweeter. It's not the taste, it's the symbols that remind us of the sweet, sweet time of the year we're enjoying. Jesus is just a baby when we meet him in the Gospel of Matthew, but his true identity starts to take shape when the wise men arrive. They bring gifts fit for a king, gold and precious spices that a mere carpenter and his wife could never afford. These gifts teach us that Jesus is a king. He is the king of kings, and if we put our trust in him, he will be our king forever.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Sweetest Things Christmas Edition. I'm your host, Becky, and as you can see, I'm with Mr. Ebenezer Scrooge. I guess that's because he's the real Scrooge, Mr. Ebenezer Scrooge. Hello, Becky. Hello, Becky? Wow, that's the first time you've actually been cordial to me. It is. How rude of me. Mr. Scrooge, are you all right? Huh?
2: Me? Of course I'm okay. Okay. You look like you've seen ghosts. Really? Did you see it too? See what? Nothing. Never mind.
4: (laughs) Did you hear that, Wally? Marley, I think Scrooge really saw a ghost.
3: That's silly. There's no such thing as ghosts.
4: But in a Christmas Carol there is.
3: But this isn't a Christmas Carol. This is real life. A Christmas Carol is just make believe. Excuse me, kids. I'm looking for Ebenezer
4: Scrooge. Who are you? I'm the ghost of Christmas past. He's over there. I think he's on live TV right now. He is okay. I can go wait outside. Did you hear that, Wally? The ghost of Christmas past. You know what that
3: means? Yeah. Either ghosts are real or you and I are make-believe. I'll just get on with making the cookies. You want to bake the
2: cookies? That's what we're here
1: for, right? Making the cookies. You're right. Although not all the cookies make it into the oven. They don't? Well, cookie dough is sweet, and a lot of folks like to eat them raw. But it has raw eggs in it. Exactly. That's why we need to guard and protect these cookies from... Ghosts? I was going to say people who wanted to eat them raw. Well, they can't, not because I'm
2: the stingiest man. I am the stingiest man, but this is an issue of public health.
1: Mr. Scrooge, you know, right after Jesus was born, someone tried to put an end to Jesus' life before it had really begun. What? King Herod was was very jealous when he heard a newborn king within his kingdom, so he tried to find out where baby Jesus was through the wise men, but when they went home through another route, he tried to capture and kill the baby Jesus. Ha,
2: and they say I need a visit from three spirits. Marley, you should pay this Herod a visit. You know, King Herod is long dead, right?
1: That's what I thought about Marley until about an hour ago. Well, King Herod wasn't able to stop God's plans. God protected Jesus like a wise baker protecting their raw cookies. So no one would get sick from eating the raw cookie dough. No, so one day, Jesus could save the world from every sin, bad, and evil, selfish thing we've ever done. Is this true Jesus
2: can really save us from our sins? Pretty sweet
1: news, huh, Mr. Scrooge?
2: That's the sweetest thing I've ever heard, Becky.
6: Here's a hard, hard truth. Cookie dough is not a finished good. I know it tastes just like the baked cookies, but raw cookie dough can actually make you sick. As any dedicated cookie baker knows, they have to protect their raw cookies to get them to an oven, give them a heat, and finish preparing these sweet treats. Jesus faced some heat when he was still a child. King Herod turned up the heat when he tried to hunt the baby Jesus down. Jealous, there was another king in his kingdom. But like a good cookie baker, God protected Jesus. He got us some out of harm's way so one day he could finish the sweet mission God gave him and save us all from our sins.
7: Sound.
1: Welcome back to the Sweetest Things Christmas Edition. I'm your host, Becky, and as you can see, I'm alone. I don't know what happened to Mr. Scrooge, but based on what I saw during the last episode, I... Merry
2: Christmas, Becky. Merry Christmas, studio audience. Merry Christmas, Children's Choir. Merry Christmas, Mr. Scrooge. Mr. Scrooge. Merry Christmas, you wonderful old savings and loan.
3: Check it out, Kitty. Scrooge looks like a changed man. Do you think the ghost changed him? I don't know. He looks like someone who's changed by something bigger than a couple of ghosts. Mr. Scrooge, are you all right? I've never been better,
2: Becky. It's Christmas time after all. Don't you know it's the sweetest time of the year? I do, but... Oh, look. The cookies are finally done, and it looks like you're just about to ice them. I was thinking about it. You know, some people think cookies don't need icing. Some people think they're incomplete without it. But do you know what I say? Bah humbug? I say it doesn't matter how you eat your cookies. It just matters that you know the true meaning of Christmas. It is? Oh, well, come on, Becky. You're the one who's been telling me on these things these last four episodes. You told me how sweet it was that Jesus came down from heaven. You told me how sweet it was that Jesus can save our sins. You told me how sweet it was that not even King Herod can stop God's plans. I did say those things. But the one thing that you didn't say, probably because you hadn't gotten around it, is Jesus is all we need. Jesus can save our sins. Jesus can give us eternal life. Jesus can give us a new life. He can do all this because he is God's son and he loves us.
3: Kitty, he was changed by something better than a ghost. Something
4: not make believe.
1: Oh, Mr. Scrooge, you finally learned the true, true meaning of Christmas. I have, and I want everybody to know about it. Did
2: you really get that from the three spirits who visited you? No, not a bit of it. But after they left and I sent a boy out to buy a goose for the Bob Cratchit family, I sat down and read the Gospel of Luke. John, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Jesus is that Word, Becky. He is the final Word. He doesn't need any icing. So you don't want to ice these cookies? I never said that, Becky. Let's ice these Christmas trees, snowman. Let's duck them hollows and put a sweet dollop of icing on this holiday. But let's do it knowing that Jesus is the Savior of the world. And God bless us every- Hey, that's Tiny Tim's line, and yes, he does own the copyright.
1: Oh, good grief.
6: (laughs) Icing is often the crowning touch on a cookie. Is it necessary? No. Does it make make the cookie taste any sweeter? It could. It certainly adds more color and pizzazz. Some cookies don't need the icing, but for others, it's the crying touch on a sweet treat. If we believe in Jesus, we have all we need to ensure that we will live forever. But we don't need Jesus and anything else. We just need Jesus. He completed every prophecy of the Old Testament about the Messiah. He's the perfect man who made the perfect sacrifice to save us imperfect sinners. He's done it all for us. There's nothing we can do to accept the sweet gift he offers us. The only thing for us to do is to accept the gift he's given. After all, would you turn out a sweet treat like a lovely iced cookie? Not likely, right? Will you accept the sweet gift of eternal life he offers you? It's our prayer you will, so you can live life in all sweetness.
3: This has certainly been a lot of fun. We had some good times, we ate some cookies, and we learned some valuable things.
4: Like the fact when i not make-believe?
3: No, well, yes, but that's not the exciting stuff. We learned that Jesus is the perfect plan for all salvation.
4: Yes, he is. He's a perfectly made cookie with icing on top.
3: He's the only one who can save us from sin.
4: He's the sweetest cookie you'll ever eat.
3: And Ebenezer Scrooge is one great artist with a tube of icing. Yeah,
4: that really surprised me.
3: But even that isn't as amazing as knowing that Jesus came to save the world from sin.
4: Merry Christmas, Wally.
3: Go ahead, say it.
4: And God bless us every...
3: Hey, that's Tiny Tim's line.
8: We're gonna dance, lift our hands, celebrate. It's Christmas. Light up the world. Jesus is born. Raise your voice, make some noise. It's Christmas. Let's celebrate and shout for joy. The reason why we sing and why we celebrate it's christmas time yeah it's christmas time it's the season that he's given us a gift so great it's christmas time yeah it's christmas time he's the light of the world come down to us from heaven now everyone celebrate. It's Christmas time, yeah, it's Christmas time. It's the season that he's given us a gift so great. It's Christmas time, yeah, it's Christmas time. He's the light of the world, come down Down to to us. us. From heaven now everyone sing.
9: Awesome. Let's give another big hand for our Grace Kids. They were fantastic, guys. All of the Grace Kids team helpers here on the front, the teachers and everything, stand up, and we want to give you a, a round of applause as well. Thank you so much. Micah, who leads our Grace Place team, thank you. Adeline, who's worked so hard. They've been here every day for weeks. They've been working with these kids. We love them so much and appreciate them. They did a fantastic job, didn't they? (laughs) Hey, there's cookies left here. (laughs) Okay. We appreciate you guys for coming and supporting the Grace Kids, and they just did such a fantastic job today, and I hope the message uh, got across loud and clear. Jesus is the answer, not just an answer, but the answer to everything to pray over you and then we're going to uh, formally dismiss. We're grateful that uh, for what God has done this year. We've been reflecting uh, back through the year. We had our team night here and it's just amazing how much happens over the course of the year. And, you know, seeing baptisms, people's lives transformed and changed, marriages being healed, all kinds of wonderful things. But watching these kids grow up to know Jesus and to know that He is the only way. And it is is—it is so exciting to hear, it, hear them express that, to watch them in worship. And we're grateful for the whole team that, that helps serve back there every week. Micah has a fantastic team that works with her. There's two teachers in each of the classes that are helping serve every other week. And we've got a great, great team. We're so grateful for you. Heavenly Father, we're just grateful for... Our kids, we're grateful for the season that we're celebrating, not only just, Lord, uh, wrapped around the commercialism of what's going on, but really the authenticity of what it is about that we really celebrate. You are the answer. You have made a tremendous difference in all of our lives as we have surrendered them to you. If there are some that are here today have not made that commitment, we ask, Lord, that they would that they would make that commitment, reach out to you, make you Lord and leader of their life, just simply asking you to forgive them of their sins and believing that you died for them and you made a pathway for them for eternal life. We're grateful, Lord, for our kids. We pray your blessing over their lives, Lord, uh, wherever they are in school and community, that their faith would be increased and strengthened as, even as the enemy might try to attack it that you would reveal yourself to them in such a way that they can't walk away. God, we thank you for parents here that uh, have been a big part of supporting their kids and bringing them here every week to prepare for this. But they see the value of coming to the house of God and raising their children this way. We are grateful for that. We ask for your anointing over the family and over their homes. In a a place, in a season of, of our world where family is being attacked, You are strengthening family in your house. And we praise you and thank you for that. Lord, we ask that your blessing would be upon us as we depart from here and that we would uh, honor you in every way and glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen.